Kadırımın üstüne şıp dedi damladı Kadırımın üstüne şıp dedi damladı Allah canımı almadı Are you ready for the end of the world? I'm not really ready. Are you ready for the end of the world? Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And this is May. It may be May. Huh? Don't they say what? April something brings yeah, May April something? Yeah, April showers bring May flowers. And there's actually some flowers out there, but the showers haven't stopped yet. And I want you to stick around because we have a special guest who's getting ready to go around the world. But let's do a couple headlines. Okay. Yes, some headlines. So we've got, yeah, we had uh, energy tips of the week. Uh, we've got some more of that coming out in this week. Trying to do that each week. Yeah. Do a little bit every week, then you can save all your energy eventually. <laughs> So yeah, that, especially this one. Take action. Take these actions and save up to 33% of your energy use. If we do that for three weeks in a row, we're set. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this step for this week is schedule an energy audit. Uh, you can get an energy audit performed on your home, and you get someone, uh, they come and give expert advice to help you identify ways you can use less electricity and plug energy leaks in your home. Yeah, we've talked before about energy vampires, you know. Sometimes you'll have appliances that are plugged in and you don't realize they're using energy, but they do. You can learn about those. Uh, you also uh, get information from your local utility about energy audits, uh, but you get a more comprehensive one uh, if you have someone come in and do it professionally. Yeah, I mean, you can actually get a very basic one done by the utility, and you can do a very basic one yourself. Just go through and list all the stuff in your home that uses energy and then try to figure out what on that list you want to use less of. Yeah, and that's or, a good start. Yeah. So, um, well, this last weekend was very interesting. It was the birthday of, what is his name? He who shall not be named, right? Mm -hmm. That was on Sunday. May 1st, it was also Labor Day. And it was the eighth anniversary of Bush saying mission accomplished. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> so um, we had a royal wedding and we killed the bad guy. So it was like a Disney kind of weekend, right? <laughs> it was yeah. kind of a Disney weekend. Yeah, it was a Disney weekend. So um, what would you like to talk about? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Do we want to get to any more of these headlines? I think nah. that's... <laughs> let's, let's introduce our guest here. Yeah, let's go ahead and do You want to say something and see if it works? Hello, my name is Francie. And um, we invited you here because we heard you're doing something, what everybody wants to do. Yep, I think so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am actually going on a eight-month around-the-world trip. and That's I'll a lot be, of walking. Yes, I'll be traveling, um, mostly hiking with my backpack and most likely, well, not definitely taking uh, trains and buses everywhere. So public transit. Public transportation, yeah. Well, you better be going to countries that have good public transportation. Uh -huh. Yeah, it depends. I mean, um, I'm actually starting in Europe, which they have amazing public transportation. So I'm visiting all my family from back home, Germany. And um, after that, um, actually taking time to visit an old friend from Carbondale, who now lives in Holland. And... So I'm taking time to meet with her and flying out to Switzerland as well to visit my cousin. And at the same time, I'm also going to Italy now. turns out my two girlfriends are going to kidnap me 
to uh, take me away. They I like, want that. Where's my two <laughs> girlfriends to kidnap me to go to Italy? Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. I got a message, and they're like, you know what? You are back home. You haven't been home in a while, so make sure you have some time for us. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's go for a weekend to Italy. Yeah, at least they gave you some advance warning. They could have just shown up and kidnapped you. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did when I got married here. They just showed up and knocked mm-hmm. on my door, and I opened the door, and they were here. <laughs> so... So, yeah, that's that. I'm going to be, you know, using trains mainly in Germany, going from A to B to see all my family members who are, like, spread across the country. And then after that, in August, I'm heading out to go to Sri Lanka, which does not not necessarily have the best transportation, public transportation, I would say, but it's still doable. You can still get around with They buses. don't have the best, the best but yeah. they have a lot of readily available transportation. That is true. You just have to be okay with riding on a bus that is pretty crowded with yeah. locals and things like that, but at least it's Someone there. will be holding a chicken, I heard. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we'll probably, I'll probably have a chicken on my, on my uh, lap, lap as, so to speak, so... Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It will be ha- it will be fun. Um, then next is India. I'm going to be spending five weeks in India, and there's the same thing. I'm pretty much just taking the train there because if you uh, go online and Google the train system of India, it's pretty amazing what they have. Um, they have billions of people using their public transportation system. I heard it's a little bit insane um, when you talk about getting tickets and actually getting on the train because there's just so many people buying so many tickets and then they don't actually go on the train. So sometimes you don't know if you're actually going to, you have a ticket, but you don't know if you're actually going to make it or if you <laughs> actually have a room there. But um, that will be an adventure in itself, just um, you know, being part of the, the masses that use the public transportation out there. But it is amazing. Literally, India is a really big country, and you can go anywhere with the train from there. So so why are you doing this, and how can you do this? <laughs> well, well, first of all, how is... I think there was three different... Three really important things that are um, that you need. First, you need to have the desire to want to go travel. Everybody has that. Come on. I think there are some people who don't, but yeah. most most of the people I've spoken to um, say, "Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this. I wish I could do this." So I'm glad to speak here today to tell them how it's possible. So the desire. I think that's the easiest part. Most people do have that. Then you also need money. So with that to say is um, I chose to go to the developing nations for the most part um, for my back most of my backpacking adventure because my money will bring me further I've heard that Thailand for example which will be my last country to go to is very very cheap compared to the US and you can literally survive on a seven to eight or ten dollar budget if you like if you Pe- choose people do that in the US though <laughs> that is true but yeah when you travel you need you know, yeah, know you need to make sure about transportation accommodation food and all the different you know uh, train tickets things like that visa you need to there's a lot more to think of when you just do a trip like that but um, so money and wh- how I did it is I pretty much worked my butt off so to speak the last year or so working two different jobs um, that was pretty tough. Yeah, I had to definitely make set a priority, and I think that's where a lot of people don't know where to start or how to do it. Is setting that priority to just say, you know what, I'm just not going to eat out. I'm just not going to buy bottled water. Instead, I'm buying myself a filter, at once one time, you know, cost, and I don't have to have an, uh, an expense for bottled water. Little steps like that is like I had to really look at what do I do? Where does my money go? And you know, I realized I'm like, wow, you know. Thursday nights, I should probably not go out every Thursday night and, and meet with my friends in a bar or something like that, and I didn't. And sure, my, my maybe my social network or my life kind of 
slow down a little bit for a while, but it was worth it to me because I know that I will have a really big social network once I go traveling. Yeah, all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. So are any of these places you haven't been to yet? Um, I have not been to Switzerland. I have not been to Holland. I haven't been to all the places in Asia, Thailand, Nepal, India, Sri Lanka. I haven't been to any of those places. Yeah. So it sounds like a good chance to meet new people and new cultures. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, so basically it's money. So what you want to do is get a good job or several jobs and then just do not spend it. Just put it away and have discipline. That's really what you need, discipline. So my trip is about $15,000 for eight months, and that is a very conservative budget uh, to say, okay, $40 a, a day. Um, I do have, you know, I, I'm not going to have a lot of expenses in Germany. But so that includes everything. The plane tickets, that includes. Everything. Okay. Yeah, that's the plane tickets, that's the daily budget. That is also a, wanting to do a hiking trip through the Himalayas for, a twen- for 21 days. That includes it all. Um, yeah, for granted, I'm not spending a whole lot of money in Germany since I'm going to be staying with my family. But the main thing is, I heard about couch surfing. A lot of people know it, some people don't. It's basically an organization where you can stay for free at people's homes. It's a give-and-take kind of basis. You. It's like um, having a friend in every yeah. town you go to. Exactly. You, you kind of right. contact somebody, say, hey, um, can I stay with you? And in return, you offer your own home if they ever come to Carbondale or wherever you live. Yeah. It's pretty neat. And that, that way you save the money on a hostel or a hotel or whatever it may be. So, so what do we have? We have money desire and time (laughs) (laughs) so that's another thing that a lot of people get hung up on it's like well i have all these jobs i I can't really take time off well depending on what you do um most of the jobs especially students um they're jobs that you can kind of put on hold for a little while it's just say hey i'm leaving but maybe you have a spot for me available when i when i come back or even people who are in a big corporate job or have had a job for a long long time and they're a big big part of a big organization well, even then, uh, they're so-called sabbaticals. Talk to your bosses. Sometimes it's pretty amazing how people um, are being helped when they want to do something special like that. So it's just making the time. Everybody tells themselves, I do not have the time. I can't do it. Well, if, if that's the attitude, then nothing will ever get done. You know? I mean, do you think people want to help you even though they might say you're being selfish, it's just for you? Well, I, I mean, mean, just look at you, or I worked with you for, uh, for ten, 10 months roundabout, and... And you don't want me to go, you know. You don't want your cor- your your um, organization to lose me. But at the same time, as you're happy, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have supported me in any in any way. He actually got me an iPod. I have to say it. I was really, 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 really happy because I was just going out there. I'm like, I don't need any technological things to make me travel. People did that in the 50s. But and you're they were going fine. to be doing <laughs> you're going to be doing a blog and a story and documumenting yeah. the trip. So you have to have a way to take pictures and to post. It exactly. on your blog, so yeah. So it makes it really convenient, and I feel much safer knowing, you know, if I get lost in a big city, I can just connect to the internet and be like, okay, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> or if I need to change a train schedule or a ticket or something like and that. And then yeah. if you have access to Wi-Fi, you can also use uh, online phones like Skype phones. Exactly, yeah, that's so. a big deal because that that way I can easily stay in contact with family and friends back home and then call call you guys on the road and <laughs> tell you how it's going and uh, if that I'm lost and I don't know where I am, but <laughs> that's all part of the adventure, you know? Well, you ignored the most important question. Yes. Why are you doing it? I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, there, there are many different reasons, actually. Number one is I love to travel. 
I've, I grew up in Europe. Um, I moved to the United States when I was 20. And living in the heart of Germany, uh, living in the heart of Europe, actually, that is Germany, um, made me understand how close everything is. And I've learned really quickly with a young age um, what different cultures are out there. And that no matter where you live, that is not necessarily the norm or it's not just what you know. It's not what's just out there. The world is pretty big. So that's number one. Um, my, my parents took me traveling quite a, a substantially back when I was back home. And that's when I first really got, a, uh, explore, got to explore the world. And I really loved it. I loved what I learned. I loved what I saw. And so that's number one. I love to travel. It just opens your mind. It, it shows you how big and how diverse the world is. And it really makes you appreciate the differences. Sometimes, you know, we get scared about the things we don't know. Uh, may it be relig certain different religions or whatever it may be. But when you go out there and you meet people and you start talking to them, you understand that, yeah, we may seem different, but in the end, we are all the same. We all have the same fears and the same worries. And so that's that. But then also for me, I have literally worked since I stopped school back in Germany. Um, I actually got done when I was 19. And I went right into the workforce. I've been working ever since then. Um, was in the financial field before. And I worked pretty hard. You know, that's all I did. Go get up every morning, go to work and do your thing. And that was my life. And, and at some point I started questioning whether this is the type of life I want. Yes, I understand you have to work. You know, you have to um, support yourself and think about retirement at some point. But, but what's the reason you're doing it? The reason yeah. that I'm doing it is to I kind mean of the take, working. A, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. take a break from the hectic lifestyle that the Western world is accustomed to by now, but also to actually have some time for myself. Because yeah. I have actually never really had a few months where it was just about me in a way, where I could just be with myself. Um, I've always had family, friends, uh, it was always in relationships my whole life, and, and I think it will help me to kind of settle down with my own fears a little bit and, and spend some time with yourself, figure out what you want to do and what, what my future path will be, what path I want to go. So you, you mentioned that you picked these countries because they're you know cheaper to go there, but what other reason... Yeah. I mean, was it the people? Was it the place? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I have the, I've started reading about Buddhism, an example. Me personally, I have never really had any religious beliefs. So I'm not really looking for anything to replace anything or, or things like that. But I've, going with the notion of wanting to relax a little bit more and calming down my lifestyle, um, Buddhism has helped me in a way to, to learn how to do that or giving me the tools. It's really hard to rest your mind and just sit back and be like, okay, well, no matter what's going on, no matter all the craziness, it's still okay. We still have the moment. We can still breathe and relax and, and realize that everyone is in it together in a way. And that has really kind of struck me. And, and that's why I, for example, chose India. Because yes, they have Hinduism as their main religion, but it's semi-connected to the yoga style, to the more, um, more connected lifestyle with themselves, with their body and soul. And um, I've chosen Nepal specifically because they have a lot of um, Buddhist uh, practices and monasteries that I would like to visit and really get into it and, and, and learn about it and take the time for myself to, to you know, wake up, meditate, do some yoga and, and just trying to ad adapt that lifestyle and learn about it more. 
Now, you're not doing like a tourist would do where you're going mm-hmm. to set places oh, for no. a set. I mean, you're going to a place to live for a, a, a longer periods of time. Well, the thing is, in India, for example, I'm in India for five weeks. So, yeah, I'm technically living in India for a longer set of time. But I'm still traveling around. I want to see different areas. But the longest I will probably stay in one spot is when I'm going to an ashram. An ashram is a place where you can pretty much just sleep. They feed you. You pay them for, for giving you accommodations and helping you um, refine your yoga practice and, and helping you with learning about Hinduism, things like that. And, and that's, what, that's probably the one time I'm going to spend the most in one sp- specific spot while I'm in India. Now, in Nepal, it's different. I'm going to be spending 21 days just in the mountains. And I think that will really help me to kind of connect to nature and, and just, yeah, grow from within in a way. And, and after I get done with that, I'm actually volunteering at an orphanage uh, about 30 kilometers south of Kathmandu. And um, so that will be another spot. I will really be in the culture with the kids, with the people who work there. I will definitely have time to settle down in a way as I'm traveling. So so you you didn't just read the book, Eat, Pray, Love, and decide <laughs> you wanted to copy somebody no, else. No, I, I, a lot of people ask me that. And, you know, this whole world trip idea was already set up and, and uh, planned for before the movie came out. <laughs> oh, there's a movie? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, and before the book, before I read the book and even heard about Eat, Pray, Love. So mm-hmm. it's funny. A lot of people tell me, you sound just like that woman. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> maybe. But that desire has been there even before mm-hmm. I even, even heard about it. So. Yeah, well, sometimes people come to similar conclusions just on their own. I think that's what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. So, or mention a blog. Is there a blog that uh, people who around here are going to be able to look at and see what your progress is? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually called Finding Francie, and that is F-R-A-N-Z-I dot WordPress dot com. Mm-hmm. So, if you are ever wanting to check it out and see where I am, uh, lost in the world, uh, come mm-hmm. find me. <laughs> and we'll put a link from our um, website, yourcommunityspirit.org. and you mentioned that it only took you a year to save up that money? No. Okay. No, no, actually not. You know, the thing is, I when I was working up north in Joliet area, I had a really good job, and I was able to save quite some money there. So I think looking back now, I was able to save about $8,000 up there, and then another 8000 working pretty hard down here and really minimizing my lifestyle for a long amount of time to be able to Because usually it. when people have a really well-paying job, uh-huh. they tend to splurge a lot mm-hmm. to satisfy, the, to balance their happiness. And you know what? I did you know. that. Up north, um, when I was a uh, financial advisor assistant, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I, I don't have any secrets. I made about 40000 and that was more than enough for one person to survive and two people even. And, yeah, I did that. I had sushi about every week, you know. I went out partying, um, whatever it may be. I saw shows. I went to Chicago, spent weekends there, and, and that really sucks up your money. I did all that. But then at some point I realized this is not making me any happier. It's not really doing anything for me. And um, and that's when I started thinking. I'm like, okay, what what is it? What is lacking here? And for me, I found out it's spirituality, something bigger to believe in that sh- than just going to work every day and and, and kind of trying to make yourself feel satisfied with fake um, things such as, you know, products, buying more, needing more, or any type of indulgence, you know. So um, I'm, I'm out for, for, for looking for something bigger than that. 
And um, yeah, money-wise, it took me some time. It, I really, I think looking back, I came to the U.S. in 2005, um, probably spent all my money there just to come here. So um, let's see, 2006, so we got, yeah, about five, it took me about five, five years to get it all together but i'm a good saver i'm german <laughs> so they say uh, americans like to spend germans like to save so um i think that's something that i grew up with always wanting to have something on the side and that's helping me now but even if you're not it's just a habit change you just have to look at what am i doing how am i spending my money it's same with an energy audit you know what am i doing how am i using energy um how can i change it and having the discipline to go for it and actually do it so and, I mean, you could do the same type of trip not around the world. I yeah. mean, there's people who haven't even been to places in the U.S. Exactly. I yeah. originally started with um, wanting to do a six-month trip throughout, through the U.S. A girlfriend of mine, we both started talking about it. And then it's, once I started thinking, I'm like, well, I want to be in the U.S. for quite a while. So I'll have time for that. I want to see Asia before it really changes. That's actually originally how I got to the idea of going over to Asia.